Guess what, people? Fall is approaching, and whether schools are going to be online, in person, or some combination of the two, you can expect that demand for custom graphics in the school market will be on the rise. So, find out how to tap into this market during the upcoming NBM Show Breakaway Session. This free online event is aptly entitled Back to School owning the academic market, and it takes place on August 12th. This session will feature a live panel discussion, educational video presentations with live chat, online interactive exhibits, and so much more. So head over to thenbmshow.com to find out more and register for free. Again, that's thenbmshow.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to the official podcast for Graphics Pro Magazine. That's right, you're listening to The Graphics Profiles, your number one podcast destination for hearing from experts in the custom graphics industry. I'm your host, David McNeil, and on the podcast with me today is Adam McCauley from Saginaw, Michigan. He is the co-owner of Sandlot Sports, a screen printing and embroidery business serving the Great Lakes Bay region. And with kids returning to school in some form or another, we figured we'd get advice on how to generate revenue in the sports arena this fall. We also talk about the power of hype videos and how that can lead to a stronger market presence. So without further ado, let's bring Adam on the pod. Adam, thank you so much for being on the podcast. How are you doing? Very good, David. Very good. Thanks for uh, the invite. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're, you know, you're going to be part of the next breakaway session. And um, with the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of sports seasons were put on hold or canceled. Tell me, like, how did you adjust to this change? Um, It's been, it's tricky and it's still moving. It's still moving. Um, Right. You know, there's a lot of variables still that are happening and nobody really knows what the fall is going to look like. And, uh, you know, our spring sports season is obvious just as big as everybody else's is. Yeah. Um, But we had kind of, we just felt like it was something was happening in March. So we started to plan most of our business is like 80% sports, 20% business apparel. Um, so we kind of said as our leadership team put, came together and said, let's, let's focus a little bit more on the business right now and the corporate clients that we have and any of the, you know, business partnerships and let's reach out to them first and see, mm-hmm. you know, how they're doing. Sports will always be there, but let's let's lean in a little bit heavier into the business side, and that's what we did. I mean, branded apparel is just a corporate name for spirit wear, so the sports in the in the in the business world kind of all do the same thing. You know, company spirit uh, is just like a sports team. You know, they have company cultures. You know, they drive the. The company culture drives them to wear their branded jackets or polos mm-hmm. or whatever else. And the sports booster teams drive them to wear hoodies and T-shirts and hats. Right. So it's the same principle. So we just decided, hey, instead of going all in on the sports right now, let's let's spend a little bit more time on the business and try to get that from 80-20 to maybe 65-35. So, you know, that's one of the ways we adjusted kind of going into April mm-hmm. because it was uh, a little mess. And then you know, then we got shut down, shut down for real. So yeah, um, there right. wasn't anything we could do, but we had a, a small plan for it. A, a lot of adjustments have been made, but is that something you advise for other shops right now is to kind of like lean into those other areas where you see slowdown on the other side? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got to kind of diversify a little bit. And I mean, realistically, yeah. if you're a screen printer, embroidery, you're, 
you do the same stuff. It's just we like doing sports more because we like sports and they're fun. And you don't think of oh the corporate whatever. It's it's kind of boring stuff. But realistically, it's it's your profession as an apparel decorator. Mm-hmm. So decorate what needs to be decorated. And if the sports don't need to be decorated right now, then you lean towards business a little bit. It takes you out of your comfort zone a little bit more. It also helps you in the long run build a relationship, especially within your community. We're more right. of a regional business ourselves, but mm-hmm. if you can reach out and and they recognize you for not only the sports work that you do, but then the business work, you know, you're you're just opening up yourself to a whole bunch of new avenues. Right. And I mean, and I don't know how much you'd like to share, but percentage wise, are you hitting those twenty twenty goals or are you still a little behind right now? Oh, we're behind. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, but you know, so ever since we've been back, we have been, uh, we are ticking upward. So, okay, good. Um, so we were up very well going into the, into March. Um, we were, we were having a, a great year. Our staff was really firing on all cylinders. Everything was great. What but does then, a great year uh, look for you? Uh, so we, so as a percentage wise, we were up about 34%. Oh, wow. So for us, we felt really good about the year. We had made some changes going into the year and we had some goals and everything looked great. Um, Mm -hmm. but screeching halt came just like everybody else. Yeah. And then, uh, since we've been back, we've been back about, I want to say about five weeks Mm -hmm. and, uh, we, we were down 24 to 28%. And right now we're down over last year, 15%. So we are ticking up on the right way. So we are, we're moving along. So now our goals have obviously changed for the year, but they're still goals. Mm -hmm. So whether they're higher or lower than we wanted, it doesn't matter. They're goals. We want to try to try to get to the best that we can. Yeah. Well, and now with schools preparing to open for the most part, you know, how are you preparing for the fall season uh, and, and what's going to be different this time around? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be different. I, I mean, yeah. I, my gut says that my gut says they're going to start with virtual schools here in Michigan. But then I also feel like they're going to get forced to, to be at school. So we right. have to kind of play both sides right now and, and really plan. Um, our, our goal has not changed to get off of businesses. I mean, businesses are are still functioning. Um, we're trying to go more, trying to get more business in the corporate community uh, as opposed to schools. But I do think that schools are going to be adapting. They've got their different learning options. So we have to accommodate School spirit is probably going to be at an all-time high, whether they go back to school or whether they don't go back to school. I think right. that schools are going to look at what are ways that we can stay connected to our students and what better way to stay connected is to give them more new swag, yeah. know, their school swag. Make them, make them feel like they're a part of the community. Mm-hmm. So that's things that we've reached out to schools and said, hey, what if, what if you do a shirt of the week oh, really? or shirt of the month or, or, or some incentive programs of like, hey, this person – did these tasks. Here's a, here's a school sticker or something along those lines. You know, it's, we've got to be creative. They've got to be creative. It's going to be difficult for everybody. And and we know not all of these things are going to be home runs, but you know, there's, there's room to, to do things and still feel like you're a little bit normal. Right. Gauging, um, the reaction, have the schools been pretty receptive to that idea of bolstering school spirit with swag and, and such? Uh, they love the idea, but realistically, budgets are going to be cut. So yeah, it's going right. to be up to like the PTOs and the school boards and the booster clubs to really find out ways if that if that can be realistic. Right. You know, um, we could we could provide it on our own. You know, we've got great relationships with the schools and everything mm-hmm. about the, uh, using their logos and doing things. And maybe we offer fundraising stores to help offset some of those costs or something like that but right it's just it's going to be a tricky situation everyone loves the idea but but 
people don't know what the fall is going to look like. So you, it's hard to commit to anything without having anything set in stone. It's a strange time that the variables are just constantly changing. Right. And you kind of just have to like know yourself pretty well to be able to kind of ride those waves. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, one thing you notice is that many logos for schools and teams often incorporate specific Pantone colors. Do you have any color matching advice that you can give to decorators, you know, up against this challenge? Uh, well, we see it. So a lot in our, in our business realm, a lot more frequently, I think, is that we see, you know, I have a PMS color I have to match. Now, mm-hmm. with our threads and stuff like that, we can we'll match if the manufacturer has a Pantone match, we'll show it, you know, we'll show them the book, uh, but we'll have that kind of ready and available. And we have little markings like these are the colors that we do have available right now. Anything Mm -hmm. else we could custom order if you wanted. And then the same goes for screen printing. A lot of people think they need their custom color. Our our stock would be just fine. Mm -hmm. But uh, if they need the custom, we can make the custom. It's really not that difficult. I mean, you can mix your inks yourself. Um, Advice, I would charge for it. You know, let them know that's a service we do provide. Mm -hmm. If you don't charge for it, it's not going to kill you. Just yeah. don't overmix, so you have a bunch of random inks laying around. But it, I mean, it's it's interesting, and, and a lot of people like that creative control. You know, some people that come in and they're specific. I designed it. It looks just like this. These are the colors it needs to be. They've got a lot of pride and love and stuff into that logo. So I understand why you'd want to mix it and have my specific PMS color. Right. But um, just let them know. Like, I, it's a service. It just costs you a little bit more. It's not a big deal. But if you want it to look the way you want it. It'll, it'll be 25 extra dollars or something along those lines. But yeah, that's good advice. I mean, like if you can provide that service, don't do it for free. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, that's you know, yeah. kind of anything, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I, I want to shift gears a little bit and just talk about the way you guys market yourselves. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to our last episode with Stan Banks from uh, T-Shirt Side Hustle. but um, Yeah, I did, yeah. Oh, awesome. And the listeners out there, I highly recommend give it a, a shot. It's a really good episode, especially if you're looking to get into the business yourself. But, you know, he talked about going after markets in unconventional ways as you remember, and like, you know, for high school sports, for instance, he would create Mm -hmm. for the star athlete something special as a way of utilizing that influencer to gain the interest of the whole team and eventually, hopefully, the whole school. So tell me, I mean, what are some ways you try to market Sandlot Sports to gain new customers? Um, we're not as creative as Stan was there. You know, I don't, <laughs> we don't head out and uh, look for the star athletes or anything. I mean, our, right. our goal and our main focus, right, is, is in our community. We, we, we broke it down as we want to help businesses in our communities and teams to identify with their peers through custom apparel. Like that's our, mm-hmm. that's our focus. That's what we want to do. So everything that we do is geared towards doing that. Traditionally, the traditional marketing things, this is what we, you know, we're using email campaigns, do social media just like everybody else does. We don't go over the top and, and we're we're not 100% sports related. Like I said, we're, we're probably 80-20 and right now we're trying to get closer to 65-35. So when he spoke about like niche markets and things, we, we look at ourselves as apparel decorators. Mm-hmm. So whether it's sports, uh, business, events, uh, community, those are the things that we're focused on. So that's our that's our market. Is mm-hmm. anything that we can decorate? Um, so marketing in terms of uh, advertisement and such, we, we try to spend our marketing dollars in the community as best that we can. You know, whether it's mm-hmm. high school uh, scoreboards or our sponsorships of little league teams or things like that. Those are the traditional things that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, as a business, we offer online stores to a lot of teams and companies. 
And uh, every once in a while, we'll create like a hype video for them that they can use that hype video um, as a as a platform to launch their online store through their social media outlets. Um, That's been kind of fun. A lot of times it's me that does it. Um, But there's so many apps out there. You can take, you know, snippets of what the store looks like and your design work and maybe a couple pictures that you find online of the school and their players or whatever else. And you piece them together. It's, it's a 20 second or 30 second video and you send that off to them. It's just, it's kind of fun. Then the booster, the booster club can shoot that out and share it with everybody. They can do their own online campaign with that. Um, It's just a fun little extra. It's just going above and beyond. You know, that's a fun thing that we do. Um, last year we started, uh, uh, organization called Sandlot Shares. Okay. And, uh, it was, our staff brought it up and they wanted to talk about better helping the community itself. And so what we did is we partnered with three nonprofits in Saginaw, uh, the Eastside Soup Kitchen, Major Courts for Minors and, uh, Child and Family Services. And what we did is we picked a weekend at a large community concert mm-hmm. and we, pre- we created these Saginaw like a good vibe, a, a cool, positive saying on a Saginaw shirt. And we put them up for sale and the sale price was whatever anyone could afford. Mm. So we sold shirts for 35 cents and we also sold shirts for a hundred dollars. So wow. it was a huge yeah. range. We didn't, we didn't alienate anybody that could afford it or not. We just wanted a good positive message of, about our community that we live in. And then all of the money, not just the proceeds, the, the whole amount of money went to those organizations. So we raised just over uh, $6,000 for the three of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, you're like, that was really successful. So we, we, we had big plans for this year and obviously things have kind of fallen by the wayside because of sure. um, the COVID and things. But um, that's, that's something that we're, that we're going to pursue. Uh, and again, it's with us in, in mind, it's, it's us helping our community the best that we can. And uh, yeah. so that's a, a nice way that, you know, to get out in front of our people. Hey again, taking a quick break from the show to say that if you're in the school, wraps, custom gift and apparel decorating markets, or maybe you just want to learn more about how to enter those markets, be sure to check out the NBM show breakaway sessions. There are four more online events scheduled for August, September, October and November. So when you get a chance, go to the to find out more. Registration for the event is free and we look forward to seeing you there. Really, yeah, you just become part of that community. And uh, tell me if you've ever experienced this. You're walking down the street and you see someone wearing a shirt that you did. I mean, how does that feel? Oh, yeah, it's awesome. We say, it, it, you see it all over the place. It's really cool. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's you know that if you look at it from the standpoint of someone came up with the idea for the shirt, someone in your community, in the school, in that play, in that program, whatever, came up with the idea, mm-hmm. you helped them nurture it. You decorated it and they're proud enough to continue to wear it. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's, again, it's helping them identify with what they're, what they, who they are. You know, if you're in right. the theater group and you're wearing that theater shirt that you help create, like it's telling you, you're allowing them to have a message that they get to wear around and proudly identify with their particular group. So, yeah. you know, if you look at it from the positive side, someone helped you build that, that shirt up, that whatever up and, and there it is out in the public. It's pretty cool. I love it. Um, there is that wonderful, tangible thing that you could, you know, carry perhaps your whole life and 
I don't know. It's it just becomes part of your yeah, family, right? I've got lots of shirts I've had for about thirty years. <laughs> I just can't seem to get away. They don't fit anymore. They're all like medium huskies now, but uh, I still have them. I'll never wear it again. Yeah, but mine kind of look like spider webs right now. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> they're torn a bunch, but you know what? I like them. Yeah, everyone, um, you know, they make fun of you for you're like, don't you? Don't you own a print shop? Like, get another T-shirt. You're like, yeah, but I like this one. This one was cool in 1996. <laughs> oh, man. Um, real quick, one thing I'd like to go back to, you mentioned the hype video. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about what the production for a hype video looks like? Oh, dude, it's so easy. Okay, so yeah. there's so many apps. In fact, let me – I've got my phone right here. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. exactly what app I use. I think it's it's called Quick, and all I do, honestly, is I'll, I'll log into the website from my phone and snap a bunch of photos, or I'll do a video of my phone going up with me scrolling, and then – especially in the in the sports if it's a sports video you know if it's for the high school football team mm-hmm. i mean i i go online and i'll i'll borrow a picture or two from the local newspaper or something mm-hmm. splice it all together and send them this video and usually it has music and stuff involved in it and then it will have like here's the the name of the website that they can go to. I mean, I, I started doing that a couple of years ago and it's, and it's cool because people, they don't expect it. I, I don't tell them I'm going to do it, but if there's something like, especially if I really like the design, you know, if, if, the, if right. the team mom or the kid came in and like worked really hard on doing it and they're, they're talking about their season and how fun it's going to be and all this stuff. And you're like, okay, cool. And you make this little thing up and send it to them. They didn't know that was coming. Mm-hmm. And then, they're gonna they're gonna send the store link out on their Facebook pages anyway. Why not give them something cool to like remember it by? And yeah, again, it's one more thing you say like, hey, Sandlot did this for us. A hundred percent. I think that's awesome. So it's called Quick. And are there any other apps that you use? Oh, I got a whole bunch of video and photo apps in here that I play with all the time. I think Ripple's one. FileMaker Pro. I, I you know, you can do it as simple as using the clips. Yeah, you know, you know if you have an iPhone, just any little thing really. Well, cool. Well, um, Adam, thank you so much uh, for doing this. We we really look forward to having you as a panelist for the NBM show's next uh, breakaway session, which is August 12th. In the meantime, you know, tell me, where can you be found online right now? Uh, the store is Sandlot Sports, um, 301.com. That's our, our website. You know, we're on Facebook as Sandlot Sports and on Instagram. And you can find me on LinkedIn and, and all those. Every social media outside of uh, TikTok, we're, we're, we're available somewhere on there. So if you have any questions, I mean, feel free. Drop me a line or you can email me direct. And I'd be more than happy to help out. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we've been around 12 years. We've had so much help from different companies. And just by me and the other owner asking questions of other buddy, of everybody, mm-hmm. if anybody is listening and they have any questions about it, and do not hesitate. I, I will answer them honestly because you, you don't know what you don't know. And, mm-hmm. and asking questions so many times we're afraid to do it. And uh, it's the dumbest thing to hold a question back. Yeah. Just ask some questions. Uh, as a journalist, I mean, I'm always curious and I've learned so much by just bothering people with questions. And I've, we've learned a lot from you today. So again, Adam, thank you so much for being on the podcast and uh, we'll see you at Breakaway Session. Appreciate it, David. Thanks. There you go. 
build up that hype. It's a quick and easy way to get your name out there while also showcasing your skills. Now be sure to check out Adam on the next NBM show breakaway session and please show your support for the show by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really is a big help. Well, that's it for me. Remember to tune in next time when we have sublimation columnist Cheryl Kuchek on the show. Until then, be safe and keep customizing.